Hello, oh, oh. I, that was supposed to be like a ho, ho, ho. It didn't work out. I didn't commit, so let me restart. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Mistletoe Secret. I am a lukewarm cup of hot cocoa on December 26th, <laughs> Trey Plutnicki. I am a steaming hot pile of grits left for Santa Claus, Daniel Kunkel. And I am the egg in Santa's nog, Colin Robertson. We got a and new Co person. Yeah, Colin, uh, introduce yourself as uh, who you are and what your relationship is to this podcast. Yeah, um, so I am Colin Robertson, and I have an MFA in Christmas music composition. So Daniel and Trey, <laughs> oh, <dang>. called, <laughs> so Daniel and Trey called Jesus. me up to uh, record the music for the the show. So I, I came up with the jingle. And you you went God. you went into extreme isolation in the North Pole to write the the music, correct? To write the theme. Right. I didn't even know that like COVID was a thing. Like I came back from the North Pole and was like, oh, you were so yeah, you were so wrapped up in in writing this theme. You told yeah. me it took months of your life to do. Yeah, right. Yeah. And also many, many, many weeks to forge those instruments from ice. <laughs> right. Yeah, they were all ice instruments. Um, actually, the way I recorded it was I dug a massive hole in ice and I just dropped an icicle down and the notes just they came to me. That's oh, the they magic came of the out North of Pole. the icicle. Yeah. Wow. That's how the it works. Yeah, the North Pole works wonders. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> we're <laughs> we're gonna be talking about a, a Hallmark film today, and that film is called <laughs> uh, "Christmas Comes Home to Canaan," which stars uh, Billy Ray Cyrus, Billy Ray, uh, and and Gina Holden, and and Gina Holden, and uh, Jacob. Blair? No, Liam James is the one I know, who is from, uh, he plays Little Sean on Psych, and he plays a character in this, and I think that is all of the notables, yeah, right? Yeah, Matt Ward's got a really, really attractive photo of himself, or his I'm looking at profile. it right now, it's so <laughs> Dude's jacked, oh my god. I know, well he's popped off, he's doing superhero stuff, yeah. Yeah, no, he he's looking buff. Billy Ray in his IMDb photo looking shaggy <laughs> uh, at best. But uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you two. This movie was a sequel. Yes. We, talk, we talked about this. Um, it, it was, I was confused most of the time. I understood, no, no, no. Let me rephrase that. I understood what was going on, but I kept asking myself the fabled question, if I missed anything. Like, did I miss something? And it turns out the answer to that question is an entire another movie <laughs> that, that came out before this one that also starred Billy Ray Cyrus. Were you not confused which, by the four minutes of blatant exposition that opened this movie? I've been watching Hallmark movies for months, dude. Like this, this was like run of the mill exposition to me. Like I, I wasn't, there wasn't anything particularly odd about what was happening at the beginning of the movie. I thought it was like a mystery. Like I, I was keeping track of clues and I was so proud. I saw Jimmy Carter on the TV and I was like, this is a period piece. Hmm. Like I was yeah. piecing this mystery together and I didn't have to do any of that. <laughs> Colin, what, um, because I don't know the answer. 
and because you were attempt attentive. Uh, do you know what time period this movie took place? Because I'm not sure. Yeah, it's like, it takes place over like a year and a half, but it's like 1978 yeah. to like 1980, it's, I think. It's 70, okay. 76 to 77. They have oh, little, uh, they have those little title cards that come in at the bottom. Right. Gotcha. See, I, when that title card came up, I thought the with the 1977, I think, title card, it was like halfway through the movie. Yeah, they have like I three we were... in 1977. Yeah. I've... Oh, do you think we were <laughs> flashing we... back? I thought we were flashing back, so oh. I got confused. But now but now this makes oh, a lot more would, sense. That would destroy your perception of this movie. Yeah. Yeah, it made it made a whole lot now now things make more sense. This movie is like two different movies in one. Would you guys agree? Yeah. I... Yeah, it was the Christmas first half and of, then Billy Ray solves racism. Yeah, the first the first <laughs> two thirds of this movie, right? Billy Ray and his son Bobber, he goes by Bob for obvious reasons. Bobber, uh-huh. they go up to the big city. They go to San Francisco um, to see a doctor there, a doctor Brioni, who is uh-huh. a uh, physical therapist, uh, because Bobber in the first movie got hit by a car and has partial paralysis in his leg. So they go to, they go to the big city. He goes through physical, he gets a surgery. He goes through physical therapy and then they have to go home because it's almost Christmas time. And Billy Ray and Brioni have started dating kind of, they went on one date. Um, Billy Ray to quote Billy Ray, he wanted to ask her out for dinner, but didn't know if it would violate quote, that doctor patient rigmarole which it does it, it totally does <laughs> no and then the but doctor also, is like well, yeah, it... you're just my patient's dad so that's not a conflict of interest it is a conflict goes, of he interest he goes yeah i am his daddy i'm like <laughs> i am his dad uh can i can i just say one one thing about that whole beginning of the movie physical therapist stuff that was going on it, yeah. there was there, there was one part where billy ray started you know, like she was, she was doing the whole moving the leg thing, which like we've seen a million times. But then, but then, like halfway through that physical therapy montage, Billy Ray is coming in with this, with the leg moving thing, and I was like, this is highly irregular. This, I don't think the dad is supposed to help with the physical therapy in physical therapy. Well, and then they had the magic hand touch during physical therapy. Like, they touched hands and had a moment, and I was like, Bobber Uh, is in pain. Like, super weird. I love my father very dearly. He's one of my best friends. I would not want him assisting in my physical therapy recovery. No, no, no. I wouldn't want that. I I also don't think that's, like, a thing that... Because she looked fine with it, and I don't think She invited him over to do it. (laughs) Yeah, that's so weird. She was like, why don't you come... You're a trained professional, right? No, you're a farmer from Texas. Anyway, what happened... Yeah, they're like, well, we need to go home for Christmas. And uh, Bobber has caught on that his dad and his doctor are having a thing. So they invite her to come back home. They come back home and she, I don't, I don't think out of line. I think the only time she's really out of line is when she tries to put the angel on the tree. 
that well and and it's odd that you it's weird that you mentioned that that's the only time she's out of line because it appears that that moment is the straw that breaks the camel's back daniel it's straight because yeah so billy ray's got two other kids he has uh he has a son or three other kids he has a son named dj he has a daughter named sarah and he has an adopted son named rodney and apparently the whole first movie was about racism um which (laughs) does not come up until the last third of this movie yeah and I'm still I'm still questioning why it I does. I don't think but it should. Anyway, go go on, go um, on. But all, yeah, all three of the kids are excited when they learn that someone's coming home. The daughter's very excited, even, and they're all like, "Yeah, you're gonna go pick her up. Just be nice." Like they tell Daniel, who's Billy Ray, how to go on this date with her, and then she shows up, and the daughter on the like the drop of a hat switches to being like, "Well, you'll never replace my mother." And then it yeah. becomes about that for 20 minutes. And then yeah. Yeah, she buys them all presents. She buys them these nice, she buys all the boys these nice cashmere sweaters. They look comfy as hell. Uh-huh. Um, and the little, for some reason that, like the sister gets mad about that. And she's like, nothing wrong with sheep's wool. And it's like, no, but it's cat. <laughs> but it's, cat- just, it's a present. Yeah. And then, yeah, the doctor buys Sarah these nice earrings. And Sarah doesn't want to put them on. And then she buys the family this new angel for the top of their tree and this was definitely a moment where i think we were missing out on some emotional weight because there was a lot of weight put on this angel on top of the tree i think it was used to be the moms who died so maybe in the first movie die in the yeah she probably died in the first i was thinking that because i was like i feel like we are i like i feel like i am missing something that should have happened in the first move. Like, I feel like I was missing some emotional impact or something. But Um, it didn't come up in the little five minute, here's the last movie. It was just about how like white people burned some stuff. And then this black kid's family got killed. So Billy Ray Cyrus adopted him and gave him a typewriter so he could write. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, what I will commend the movie on is the movie does a really good job of hitting two of uh, the like canonical hallmark tragedies, which are kid gets hit by a car mm-hmm. and woman burns. <laughs> yeah. So the so Billy Ray Cyrus's love interest. Do you say Brioni? It's. I think it's, yeah, I think it's Brioni. They tell her how to pronounce it three million times, and I didn't really care any <laughs> I think it's I think it's Briny, because he's like, hmm, reminds me of pickles. Oh. oh interesting. Now, see, very good, very good. Bri- Briony. Okay, that makes sense. Um, so Briony is, is like... She has she has like scars on her arms and on her chest or something, and she like has a moment where she's relating to the son who is caught who is in a car crash, and it's just like I feel your pain, like it gets better or something. And I was just sitting there and checking. The writers were probably checking off boxes, being like, "We got burn victim. Uh, we need car crash victim. How about dead mom? We'll throw that I in would there." Bet you money the mom died of cancer. Yeah, well, maybe we can figure this out. Yeah, I'm going to pull up the Wikipedia. Let's look at the first one. Let me go to Billy Ray Cyrus's 
IMDb. Let me see Christmas in Canaan. Yeah, the plot of this movie, according to Wikipedia, to the first one, Christmas in Canaan, is in the rural town of Canaan, Texas, a clash between two classmates, one a tough farm boy and the other a bright bookish black boy evolves into an unlikely friendship. The boys' families devise a plan to teach them a lesson after they fight, but it is a wounded puppy that eventually brings them together. It is amidst the, ma- it is amidst the magic of Christmas that the boys learn about family, hope, and love despite living under the shadow of racism. Not even remotely yeah, what this no. movie is about. There, there's, no, there's no wife. There's more. Qu- yeah, there. There's not even a wife credited on them in the movie. What this opens so many more doors. Happened to Daniel's wife. What happened to Danny's wife? Yeah. Wow. This is remarkable. Anyway, so, yeah. So while you're looking that up, Daniel, allow me to truck on with the plot. Yeah, please. You guys. You guys take <laughs> it. Take it away. Um, Daniel, uh, Billy Ray. <laughs> Uh, where did we leave off? Billy Ray goes on this date. She's she, not allowed. She comes. She comes the... home to Canaan. Yep. Yeah, but they did. We get to the date. Did we already do the date? No, we kind of skipped the date. Yeah, the date was a remarkable moment of sketch comedy, which cannot can must see the light of day. Damn it! Uh, so Billy Ray goes to this restaurant, and the uh, bouncer, not bouncer, host at the restaurant. Uh, says this is tie only and then billy ray is like i'm wearing a tie and it's a bolo tie and he goes not that kind of tie and then he gets a tie from this restaurant guy who just has a drawer full of ties (laughs) and uh he puts it on and then uh briny is like wait uh he he's allowed in like let him in he doesn't have to wear that tie. And then she goes, we'll take our business somewhere else. And then Billy Ray throws the tie in the fire. <laughs> uh, in a fire, in an outdoor fire. Uh, sorry, that that could not have been unsaid on this show. What's, what? And then so she goes go home to, to Canaan. They go to like a fish place after that and have the weirdest dramatic seduction scene in front of a green screen. Yeah, was that, that was in front of a green 100%. screen, right? I saw it. Yeah, yeah no that doubt. was so weird. And like, Why did they do that? Why didn't they just film outside somewhere? Well, she was outside. He was in front of a green screen. I think they just didn't have <laughs> what, access to water. Was he not on? Yo. This, okay. I was going to talk about this later, but this is a great point to talk about this. This feels like The Room. And Billy Ray As Cyrus it- is Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> there are okay. scenes that feel okay. like the flower shop scene in the room, right? You guys both have both seen the room. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, yeah, with the, the flower. Dog. Yeah, the flower shop scene where he goes in. Oh yeah, I want the fl- thank you, and he like two dozen roses. He leaves. That's how Billy Ray Cyrus feels in every single scene in this movie. Like he walks on, and they're like, "Put your hands in your pockets, Billy Ray, because you can't do anything with them." Put him there, and he's like, "Well, yeah, I'm just, I'm just a sorry, it's just bad, Billy. I'm dead just a simple in the farmer, eyes. yeah." Oh, yeah, it's crazy, you know? I'm from Texas. All right, bye now. And then he leaves. Sorry, I'm reading the, I'm reading the most <laughs> insane review for Christmas in Canaan. Oh, the first one. For the first one. Okay. Uh, the, uh, wow. Wow. This opens with them talking about Miley Cyrus. Huh. This review... Uh, this, do they know she's not in the movie? 
this, I don't even want to really, I don't think I even want to read most of this review. This is a very, is uh, it mean? It's a mean review. Um, yeah. Is so the on mod, IMDb? No, it's on pop dose. Oh, well you're on, <laughs> you're, you're on a, you're on like a dark web website. I don't know what this like. website is. <laughs> a dark web movie reviewing site. Um, this is crazy. <laughs> Cyrus is a poor farmer named Daniel who lives in Canaan, Texas in 1964 with his three kids and his father-in-law's reanimated corpse. Parentheses, played convincingly by real-life representative of the undead Tom Heaton, having <laughs> lost his wife after the birth of their third child. Uh, wow. Bobber's life is tragic from the start. <laughs> I think she died in child childbirth, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that is tragic. Wow. The, wow, this review is... Okay, if you guys want a wild read, everybody, go read uh, Rob Smith Can't Say No, colon, Christmas in Canaan. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like a blog, like this some dude's blog. It is a blog. It's, yeah. <laughs> this, is, okay. whoa, this is a bad review. Oh, he just left his code in at the bottom of it uh, for the formatting code. This is completely off topic. Um so yeah, what happens at the what happens at the very end of this movie? Because the yeah the doctor leaves Canaan, and then as Colin said, a whole year passes. Yeah, and then but like so, uh, the kid is getting better, right? He's doing his ex he's doing his physical therapy exercises like a good boy, and then uh, he he walks. So she comes home to Canaan to celebrate Christmas. After the daughter decides that she's I, I guess. And then Billy Ray gets a part-time job at a... Is that a gardening shop? What is that? It's like the corner store, but at the very beginning of the movie, when they're on the way to the airport, Billy Ray stops in to buy some... Again, feeling like the room. He just is like, I want some bubble gum. Any kind will do. If you got hubba oh, bubba, yeah. I'd like that. <laughs> oh yeah, no for Ju- he, no. He, it's it's. Uh, let me. Uh, he's like, you know, we're we're gonna need some gum so our ears don't pop on the plane. And then, oh, juicy fruit. He wants juicy fruit. So. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, got any gum? Preferably juicy fruit if you have it. And then, and then that that's how yeah, it goes. The, and then he goes, "You're my favorite customer. You're my, you're my, my only, only customer." customer. <laughs> yeah, Billy Ray's like, "Well, you know, you should adapt." And the guy's like, "Well, what else am I gonna sell?" He's like, "Well, a lot of farmers around here. You could sell farming equipment." Anyway, see ya. And then he leaves. Oh, so, so that was closure on that moment. So at the end of the movie, he goes, "You could sell farming equipment." Mm-hmm. And then Billy Ray comes back, and he is selling farming equipment, but he needs a hand because racism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because no one's yes. buying the farm equipment. Right. So that, yeah. So that's the end. That is the end of the, so. No, Bill, no, the son, no, you left no. the most important scene where Billy, where Billy Ray Cyrus goes and talks to some <laughs> racist ass farmers. And, is, and they're like, look, I can buy wherever I want to buy. And Billy Ray's like, well, I'm just a poor farmer, but you can, you can buy it from here. And they're like, look, we don't want to shop there. We're not, we're, we're really trying hard not to say we're racist, but we don't want to <laughs> shop there. And um, Billy Ray's like, well, you know, it can, it's cheaper there because of all, all the gas you're saving. And they're like, we can buy whatever we want to buy. Quality. And Billy Ray uh, logics them out of being racist, which is yeah. famously wow. how, uh, how defeating racism, especially in 1970 Texas, worked. 
was just sit Is down, it Texas? explain the economics to them, you know? Yeah. And then, I yeah, Jesus. and then the, oh, sorry, no, go Colin. That's, that's another one of the hallmark tropes that they crammed into this big corporation buying up all the small businesses. I was like, Check. yeah. Yeah. Yep. This is it. This is common. And this is in, in theme with the, the Christmas spirit, I will say. Yeah. Um, Colin, you want outside of the oh, race, outside of the racism stuff, the kid walks and then that's the movie, right? The kid walks, the daughter goes to San Francisco and convinces the doctor to come back. I cannot for the life of me picture the end of this movie. Uh, yeah. I think that's it. Bobber walks, and then they have dinner, and then he's like, what are you gonna do? And she's like, I guess I'll move in with you now. And then they do that weird no-lip kiss thing that they do a couple times, and then the movie's over. <laughs> Wait. I mean, it, yeah, pulls out of the house and then and then fade to black. I just I just have a hard time believing that she <laughs> she she left her cushy physical therapy job in San Francisco to live in the middle of nowhere with a farmer. With, with a farmer, what is she gonna? She's a country girl. She reiterates several times throughout the movie that she is in fact a country girl. Gotcha. But even still, right. you spent how many years and how much money training to be a doctor at a difficult time for women in the medical field? True. And you're just going to leave that all behind? Well, she's going to get another physical therapy job in Bum. That's right. That's right. Yes. Yeah. That's very, very, very true. Very true. Not and that it's like a fair probably, trade, hey, but no. Hey, 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 there's probably a lot of physical therapy to to be had in uh, farm farm country. Well, you she's know? she's already carrying the movie on her back, so she's got to help herself this first. Is, this <laughs> this is the case. Um. So yeah. Uh. I don't have anything more to say about this film. <laughs> you know those, and I'm curious what movies they are for you guys. But there are the movies you can watch. And they might be really long, but they feel like a breeze because they're moving along and you're really engaged. This movie was an hour and 23 minutes and it felt like 15 hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like, it's like, I can put in, I can put in like the Lord of the Rings movies and yeah, they're long, but they don't feel long. Yeah. But those, this yeah. is that rare example of a short movie that feels like a century. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It's it, it remind uh, it, it does very much remind me of the November Christmas oh, Lord, vibes. Yeah. Well, also here's my thing, because we see all of these like in November Christmas we saw Sarah Paulson and in this movie we see Billy Ray and these are like not only acclaimed actors at the <laughs> acclaimed, acclaimed. <laughs> a strong word hold on <laughs> yeah 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 uh, known actors. Um, at the time, but I like I don't envision like a like a Sarah Paulson doing like a Santa incident, you know? Yeah. Like I don't envision Billy Ray doing a Battle of the Bulbs, you know? Arguably, a movie he would be better suited for is a loud, bombastic sketch comedy movie. Right. A kind of like crazy silly yeah i don't know why I, I guess what i'm trying to say is i don't know why this he, i don't know why he was attached to it and i don't know why it got made 
What was the budget on this movie, you think? I would say, oh, that's a good question. If you could find that on Wikipedia, I'd be interested. Yeah, I'm going to make you a guess, too. It's going to be really fun. All right, here we go. I, I Also, what I'm saying is, like, if I'm, if I'm shooting for the stars and I want to be in a Hallmark movie, I want to be in my Hallmark movie that I texted you. Wait, can I read what I texted you the other day, Dan? Sure. Oh, no. no. I don't know. You don't want me to read no, it? No, read it. Okay. I <laughs> we have been we have been on the side writing a writing our own Hallmark movie. Yeah. Two, okay, so two Hallmark I, movies. Yours is a bit more thrilling than mine. <laughs> so Colin, are you ready for yes. this? Okay. I texted this to Daniel uh as I got out of the shower, so I was completely naked. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I texted this to you, Daniel. Okay, ready? Opening shot are two Santas with bags over their heads. Bags are ripped off and we see our Santas. They are being accused of Christmas treason for crimes related to Christmas past, present, and future. But they claim they are innocent. The accusers say, I'll give you one more chance to plead guilty before you'll plea for something else. Oh my that goodness. part's in quotes. And our two Santas use a bunch of their Santa tech and karate <laughs> to escape. Smash cut to title. Holiday treason. Black Betty. Do you know Black Betty by Ram Jam? Yeah. Black Betty plays in the background. We see a high school age girl walking home from school with headphones on. She she walks into her house and something is made clear at some point that she is not in the Christmas spirit, nor has she ever been in the Christmas spirit. Obviously. And this is this is because her mom hooked up with Santa once and she is uh Claus kin. Oh. Okay. And the mom swore off Christmas forever. And then that's what I have so far. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, so is the girl, is the the girl's father, (laughs) is it one of the two karate Santas that we meet? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I need to figure out why. I think that's exactly what what I said, Colin. I think I was like on the couch. I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait. So, so I. So my my thoughts are like. So the title would be, the hot like either the holiday treason like the holiday season except mm. treason, or or the Christmas treason like the Christmas season except treason, and. I was like, okay, these two Santas, are fugitives of the North Pole. They need to go back to get their this one Santa's daughter because it's a three-person job, not a two-person job, and they need someone that they're not going to recognize oh. because she, uh, because that, that Clauskin was born out of wedlock. Well, sure, born out of wedlock and is an undocumented Clauskin, mm. so they need someone who has the powers but can fly under the radar. Huh. So then they go back to the North Pole and they battle. I also wanted I also had this idea where 
there's like I like because I kept thinking of like the myth of Santa Claus. You know what I'm saying? Like you know how you know how Santa you know how kids are like Santa's real, and then later parents are like, no, he's not. I wanted to like make a thing for Santa Claus, where it's like Santa when Santa Claus is in training, they have a myth like that, but it isn't a person. But it's the fact where there is like this where they heard this song grandma got run over by a reindeer and that was considered like a rated r or like nc-17 song in the north pole so big santa also known as father christmas made a myth that said uh if a santa kills someone accidentally they will come back to life when you leave and one of the santas took never learned that that was a myth and he's killed thousands of people. Why? I thought it'd be funny. <laughs> okay, Just well, I found... Okay. <laughs> I oh, yeah, Dan, you, were you looking for something? <laughs> I found a very accurate... This is a very, very accurate uh, Dutch website. Um, okay. That tells me the information about Christmas Comes Home to Canaan, 2013. Mm, nope. And the poster for it is Christmas in Canaan. Nope. Uh, the the music for this movie was done by uh, Renice Jerome. The cinematography was uh, Nadeja Ama. The producer was Yassim Sanim. The direction was Dexy Nazar. <laughs> this is all wrong. I want you to guess the budget for this movie. According to this very reliable source I found. <laughs> if it's if it's anything more than twenty million. Oh, it's so much uh, more than twenty million. <laughs> it's so much more than twenty million? Yeah. Um <laughs> Colin, put in your guess first. I'll put in my guess second. Oh, well, judging by Daniel's reaction, I'm gonna say like a hundred million. Okay. okay. Interesting. More? I by uh, let's uh, let's just say like it's okay if this is a reliable source like if this is, is a quote this is hundred percent reliable, reliable source. Yeah. Uh, the there there are four pieces of information underneath the categories: release date, budget, profit, and countries. Categories for this movie: gangster movie, drama, family, TV movie, release date May fifth, nineteen ninety two. I'm so confused. Then there's the budget. Then there's the budget of the profit, which I'm not going to tell you. And the countries, South Korea. That's it. Wait, is there like an Tri alternate version of Christmas in Canaan that was only released in South Korea? That, has, that was released poster? in South Korea in 1992? That has Billy Ray Cyrus as a Christmas gangster? <laughs> All right, Trey, what's, wow. your, what's your budget guess? My, my budget guess would probably be like... I'm gonna go with one. I'm gonna go with 175. Did we guess too high? No. Oh my god. We guess low. <laughs> the budget according to this movie in it doesn't say anything else. It says it has the U.S. dollar sign. <laughs> Five hundred forty-five million dollars. Well, eight hundred sixty-seven thousand okay. two hundred and twelve. The profit for this movie. $747 million. Yep. Well, allow me to go on uh, Wikipedia. Uh-huh. I'm going to find 
every other movie we've watched and figure out what the, the budget is. The budget, the budget for Avengers Endgame. Three hundred eighty-six million. Three hundred fifty-six oh, okay. million. <laughs> Sorry, that was close. <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus was that famous that his contract was that expensive. <sighs> yeah, I. Ah, this but I is can you look up wild. um the Santa can you look up the Santa incidents budget? Oh, let me see if I can find it. That's the only one I care about in terms of connections for this movie. Colin, do you do you got anything for connections while uh, Daniel is typing away at the keys? Okay, so I like a little, but it's hard because it was you know based in the seventies, and there's no mention uh-huh. of Santa. It's barely a Christmas uh-huh. movie. The only thing I can think of is the dog. Because if it's true that that dog was the thing that brought the boys together, then maybe the dog was sent by Santa or part of the part of the psychic dog club or something. Yeah. That's all I Mythos. can think of. Yeah. Or maybe since this it is... This is a good... Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Keep going. Maybe since it is based in the 70s, like maybe some of these characters grow up to be someone else i don't know this is this is really interesting do we have any farm boys daniel oh i'm sure we can find some okay i'm thinking farm boys i can't I'm find thinking... the budget do you know the budget for the santa claus was 22 million though that's insane that's pretty good it grossed that's a... it grossed 189 million point uh, 189.8 million dollars at the box office that's Ooh, crazy yeah i mean like that movie that movie was hot that's a cheap one that's i mean the only movie. other farmers we have are november christmas really but we've got some doctors what's weird is this is our second movie about a woman from either uh, either ireland or scotland in this case hmm. who is working on spinal recovery hmm because we had three wise women with Dr. Kilcorn, who was Irish. Oh, and she had her blue liquid. She had her blue liquid, yeah. So I'm wondering I'm wondering if the uh, it was yeah, it was spinal repair fluid. Um yeah. I could not find the budget for the Santa incident, but the average Hallmark movie budget is I think around 2 million, they said. Hmm. Wow, that's cheap, that's cheap, Daniel. That's crazy. Yeah. So my movie, I was like Minimum budget is like twenty five million. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Um, yeah, I think I like Colin on the psychic dog. The dog is definitely psychic, but he's not. But what other dogs is he communicating with? You know, none that we I think it's met. The, I mean, we talked about the larger neural network. That's true. Um, yeah, where. You don't ne- necessarily need to be in proximity. You just sort of got to have a feeling. Very you know? true. Very, very true. In in my mind's eye with the dog. Um, I feel like those horses were in on it, too. Those horses were too smart. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down with that. We got to wait for a, um, a Christmas wedding n- n- a cr- narrative. I, uh, I don't know. Um <laughs> We'll, we'll workshop that one. Uh, yeah, let me let me workshop that right now. Oh, okay. A, a Christmas, <laughs> a Christmas weddings. Uh, oh, uh, a Christmas weddings main. The main Christmas wedding. Yeah, that's something maybe. Yeah, 
Uh, we don't have any guardian angels. Last so many Christmas weddings. There were so there was so little details for a movie that did so little. Yeah, it, it what that was kind of what was frustrating about it. I think it's going to end up falling in the same category as uh, November Christmas. Yeah, where we can we can pull one bit to connect it to like ground it in that mm-hmm. uh, kind of realm. But I, I just don't know if it's going to have a there's, yeah, there's big, nothing big like, part. Because we've only had a couple of really big movies this year. We had Christmas Wedding Tale, where we learned all dogs were psychic. Yeah, we had we had, we definitely had A Princess for Christmas and Annie Claus, which were really, that really mind-blowing. Very important. Um, there's Because there's no Santa. They skip over Christmas in this movie. Mm-hmm. Twice. Twice there's there are two Christmases that are just that is that is bop past them real quick. Yeah, I'm trying to think if we've had any country boys or gals. Well, there is. Isn't there a movie that's about an author? Because there's Rodney is an author. Rodney is an author, but that author, the I, author in the other movies, white. I'm not <laughs> saying Rodney became man. that. Guy, oh, oh, but just okay, like maybe okay, okay. they knew each other. <laughs> Uh, um, I think, yeah, I think now we've got another author. Great point. We got to keep a lookout for other authors going on. But we've only got one more movie of 2011. Yeah, this is, um... This is the second to last one, and I am not feeling great about Christmas magic. Daniel, Daniel, when, when we walked in to Annie Claus is Coming to Town, I was excited for our future. Because our our titles of the next of what we talked about that episode yeah. was we talked about Joseph Claus mm-hmm. as in as in father of Jesus yeah um, well dad and then, dad of Jesus not father da- sure you're right you're right dad papa and then you told me that the next two movies were called Christmas Comes Home to Canaan a uh, a Christmas wish the a christmas witch is the wish no. is the last one yeah yeah and then uh christmas magic or something like that yeah and i've been disappointed with two of those two i've been disappointed that i didn't get the information i so desperately deserve um so this last one i feel it in my bones, I'm I'm setting the bar high. Have we, Daniel? Have we focused enough on the name of Canaan? Yeah, that does seem like a weird detail. That seems like it's important somehow, right? Mm-hmm. Let me let me search Canaan, USA. Oh, I was thinking like Canaan. ancient Canaan, like the mm-hmm. oh. ancient ancient Canaan. Canaan's oh, this wouldn't necessarily Canaan. connect anything, but I was thinking that Billy Ray Cyrus had been drinking uh, way too much hot chocolate, and that's why his acting was lackluster, because he was drugged. Oh, so yeah, maybe maybe all hot chocolate is drugged in the HCO. Yeah, I d- wasn't that something you established prior? We, we had established that Annie Claus was drugging people with hot chocolate, definitely, mm. but... Mm. But we had not extended it to all hot chocolate, but you're right. He is definitely acting 
not all there. Especially at the end of the movie when he's just in that field staring off into the, the sunset. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like he hits the hot chocolate pretty hard in the second half of that movie. Hmm. Okay. I have I have information. Oh, mm. good. <sighs> there is no Canaan in Texas. Mm. I'm shocked. Hmm. There are four Canaans in America. Interesting. Canaan, Arkansas. Okay. Canaan, Connecticut. Uh-huh. Canaan, New Hampshire. Not as interesting. And the Canaan Valley of West Virginia. If I had to bargain a guess, this movie took place in Canaan, Arkansas, but they did say they were in Texas. They said Canaan, right? they said Canaan Texas. Daniel, Daniel, I think this only means one thing. Okay. I can't believe I'm saying this. I think they're all our towning it in Canaan, Texas. Tell me what do you what which part of our town? They're being too long or they are having too many monologues or No, they're ha they're miming everything. It's it's like that uh it's like that do you know community? I'm trying to think of another oh, do way you, to phrase it. Do you mean this. like the village? Like M. Night Shyamalan's The Village? I, uh, wait, hold on. Do I? That's the, So spoiler <laughs> alert for M. Night Shyamalan's The Village. But we think The Village takes place in a uh, kind of Puritan time period. But then we find out that it's actually a private reserve that all these rich people bought in the modern day. And they're all living like it's the past because they hated the modern world. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Okay. I'm going to offer another theory where it is more so like the movie Us. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. <laughs> and Billy Ray has dragged uh, Bryony into his personal version of the underworld to replace his wife. Hmm. Okay. So that, so running with this, that would imply that Billy Ray has some serious Christmas magic and is using it. So is it like a WandaVision thing? Like he's using his power to like create an alternate reality? Excuse me, Colin. Are you, are you suggesting that <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus might be Santa and one of them. And Canaan, Texas? And Canaan, Texas is the South Pole? Ooh. Is that what I just heard? Ooh. Ooh. Or like the, the Southern American Pole. Like maybe there's more poles. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Ray was like a, a, is it a Santa gone bad because his wife died. So he ran away from the North Pole to the South Pole and used his Christmas magic to create this town and is now to replacing his wife with Bryony. And the reason yeah. that Sissy is so upset about it is because she knows 
that he's gonna he's gonna let it go you know like if he has a new wife he doesn't need to be doing all his christmas magic and their whole world is gonna fall apart because they do make a big big point i love this they make a big point about him giving presents and it's he says even if you don't have money you got to give everything you can give on christmas time Mm -hmm. he really really emphasizes that he says he says my dad my granddad had this tradition. Apparently his grandfather was alive in the first movie. Mm. So his, maybe, maybe he is not a Santa, but he is the son of a Santa who went into hiding there mm. and which founded could this connect, town of Canaan. Which could connect to your, your American Canaan's fleeing. Well, I think there is an, I think there is something to Canaan. I was reading about this. The passage in the book of Genesis, often called the table of nations presents the Canaanites as descendants of an eponymous ancestor, Canaan, who is the son of Ham and grandson of Noah of big, of big boat fame. Yes. Man, man of big boat, man of big boat fame, Noah, man of great flood fame. So, oh, so did the Santa who went into hiding in Canaan, did he know that something bad was coming and he went and created his own safe place, his own ark? That's what I'm saying. I'm saying I have been watching WandaVision a lot and I know I know a screwy town when I see one. <laughs> this okay? town from the start, I was like, something is off about this town. Yeah. Everyone's too racist. <laughs> um, well, the racism. Okay. No, the racism is is the vision being perverted. Is this is supposed to be a, a safe place to weather whatever whatever darkness is coming to Christmas that we we haven't seen yet. This is our. This could be a setup for our big bad in the HCU, the big event that's coming, and we don't know what it is. But all we know is a Santa left a Christmas came arc. here, established the town of Canaan, a Christmas ark. I love it. Be careful throwing the word vision around because we're already dancing on dancing on hot coals with with this theory that we're spinning. Let's let's you know what? Let's put it in let's put it in the uh, in the mistletoe vault. Alright, so so give us give us a one sentence summary of, of how this is gonna relate. Either one of you. How this is gonna what? How this is connecting to the larger HCU? Give me my ele- okay. give me my elevator pitch. Bad Santa. I don't want to throw around good <laughs> or bad. I don't want it. We haven't met this Santa. Grieving Santa. Grieving, grieving Santa. Santa I like. Ki- gr- grieving Santa kidnaps woman. Wait, I got it. I got it. His it grandfather was the grieving Santa. But now that his grandfather is dead, the magic is slowly falling apart. Oh, okay. That's why Bobber yeah, got hit yeah. by the car. To... That's why that house got burned down. That's why it's just that guy is coming in and buying up all the farms. Because the... So he needs new... Santa, he needs the new, new love. Santa. He needs love in the town because love is the truest form of Christmas magic. Uh, I see. I was gonna say he needs a life force to suck life from, 
but I love love is a bit more on. I think it's on. the love thing. I think let's go with the, okay. So so Billy Ray so Billy Ray Cyrus is the son of a rogue Santa who established the safe town of Canaan that was meant to be a safe place for Christmas magic to protect it from whatever was coming for Santa and Father Christmas for for Christmas Inc and Father Christmas. However. Billy Ray Cyrus, since he is not, he's only half a clause, so he doesn't have the full access to the Christmas magic from Father Christmas. So when his grandfather... Demi-clause. He's a demi-clause. I love it. I love it. He's a demi-clause. When his, when his father dies, Kanan starts to fall apart and we see human evil come in a bit. So Billy Ray has to go out in the world, A, to heal his son, and I think... And that's why Billy Ray's so detached in this movie. He's thinking about how to save and provide the one safe place in the world for Christmas magic. And then he meets this woman and he's like, that's how I do it. Mm. It's love. It's always love. And we know he is the son of a clause because he is all about giving. And he talks about how his father was all about giving them gifts. So what if it's not a bad Santa? What if this was like a commissioned thing? Like this is like, you know how they have that like seed bank in Antarctica for if all the crops die? Maybe this, yes. maybe Canaan, Texas is like a fail safe for if all of the rest of the Santa workshops get destroyed, there's a little bit of Christmas magic that they can, they can take. And that's why it's called Canaan because Canaan is the grandson of Noah. Yes. And he's the grandson of the Santa who ran away. Boom, boom, boom. So you're Ooh. saying what what you're suggesting is Canaan? It's an arc. It's a give it's me, a Christmas, give me Christmas give me, Wait, arc. hold on. I I'm about to spin a web. <laughs> what Let have we been doing for the last twenty five minutes? A web has been spun. Allow me. A web has Allow been me spun. To... Audience, you didn't hear it because I'm going to cut it out. I went on a whole thing about what Kanan was. I'm going to cut it out. We've been riffing for 35 me... minutes at this point. We talked about this movie for 15 minutes. Because there's nothing to talk I... Allow about. Allow me. There's nothing to talk about. <laughs> so. Uh, no. Wait, hold on. Noah's Ark is to Kanan... As a, de a destroyed Santa's workshops is to the flooded earth. Yes. yes. Okay. It's a backup drive. If you want a more yeah. modern analogy. Uh, I, let's just do, let's just do Noah's Ark analogies for the next hour. How about that? I, I would be cool like with that. It's like when someone eats too much chocolate cake <laughs> just, or... <laughs> That's the hot content that I'm looking for. Uh, let me let me think. It's uh, let me just look around at my, in my room and see if I can think of a Noah's Ark analogy right off the top of the rim over here. Because Santas, Santas don't do evil things. No, they might do selfish things, but they wouldn't kidnap a whole town. I don't think he's keeping him prisoner. It's it's a it's a witness protection Santa. So are the other people um, in the town in on it, or is it just Billy Ray and his family? It's probably a cover, dude. Like it's a, it's a, it's all a mask. Um, in terms of like, here's here's what I'm thinking. In terms of like, 
I think the clause has. I think the DHS has a has a clauseometer, where they can they they can detect the clause, right? So the 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 people of Canaan, the Canaanites in Canaan, Texas, mask the clauseometer on Billy Ray, so that he cannot be detected in case the larger cloaking mechanism of the North Pole ends up detecting all of them together. And the DHS is like, you know? So Can this I would make blow it your mind like, yeah. for a second? I, I knew a bit about my own name, because I am also named Daniel. But I think there's a reason that Billy Ray Cyrus is named Daniel. Um, okay. There's a couple of Daniel. It's it's Hebrew. It's it's from the Bible. There are a couple versions of Daniel. The main version, the main literal translation, meaning God L is my is my judge. The best known version of Daniel is in the Book of Daniel, who interprets dreams and receives apocalyptic visions. But but Daniel is also the name of a figure in I think it's I believe it's pronounced Aquat legend. From the city of Ugarit. And Ugarit was a Canaanite city, a Canaan city, destroyed in 1200 BCE. But this Daniel is known for his righteousness and wisdom. And the Daniel in this movie, he knows what's going to happen. He knows he's got to continue to keep the magic safe in this magical Noah's Ark as a town situation. Yeah, and that would be why he fled the North Pole to start this this Christmas Ark community because he knows that. But his grand, but his grandfather, his father is the one who did it. Oh, but right, maybe right, He's right. the one who received the visions, right. of it And was like, "We've got to go." Right. And then when he's and then when he's in the field staring off into nowhere, he's getting a vision. It's not that he's thinking about the woman; he's getting visions. Mm. Mm. And he his is communing kids, with Father his Christmas. Kids, I this forgot p- that even happened in the movie. He stares off into I the forgot. field so many times. <laughs> so many times. The daughter was... J- the daughter... So there's a... Did we talk about this? The daughter and... Um, I think the son or something? Or is it the adopted son? I can't remember. One of them... They were both standing at the window. And she and the daughter was like... How long? So he, picture this. Billy Ray is with his dog. And they're both... Has have a thousand yard stare into nowhere, and I was just like, "What the hell is going on?" And then the daughter comes to the window and sees Billy Ray standing out there, and is just like, "How long has he been standing out there?" And then the son goes, "About an hour," <laughs> because off, he's talking with I, the dog. You know. Also, every time that they showed like transitional clouds. I was like, these clouds are weird. They were like fast yeah. and swirly. So maybe that is him getting visions. Like he's reading the clouds. And that's why he's, he's staring. He's getting visions. And he's talking to the only pure being. Because his the Santa Clauses are pure. They are, they are untouched by evil. But here on Earth, humanity is full of evil and sin and all that stuff. And also all of his neighbors are super racist. The only pure being that he can talk to about these visions is the dog. And he's always talking with the dog. It just looks like they're staring off into the distance. Mm. Wow. Mm. Wow. I think we cracked this case wide open. I think cracking this case wide open is a bit of an understatement. It feels like we got to stick a dynamite covered it in C4, (laughs) threw it at the case and also shot it with about 50 guns. Yeah. The case no longer exists. 
Yeah. Well, Trey, are you what's are you next, okay with what's that? Our Trey, ne- <laughs> you seem you seem unsatisfied. No, I'm so sad. This okay. was my theory. Okay, what are you great, talking great. about? Okay, I, I was know. yelling about it. You were, you were, you were staring excited. off into the middle distance, and I don't know if you were receiving a vision or not. I don't know what it is. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, you know when I get those stares, something's coming. Something, I, I get scared. Nothing was, it, it was a stare of affirmation. It's hard to discern between the two. <laughs> it was a middle distance <sighs> stare of, of affirmation. Next up, we have our, we have our final film of 2011 which means daniel you and i are gonna have to write another recap we should probably start doing that uh this week Ah, (laughs) yeah Yeah. you're right yeah we (laughs) We should should probably start doing that um uh so our next our next movie is christmas magic colin thank you so much for joining us thank you also thank you so much for writing the music (laughs) that airs on our on our podcast super cool no we'll, we'll um, have you back on a better movie one day i'm sure yeah one of these days uh so thank you uh thank you everybody so much for listening i'm trey Plenicky. oh make sure to check out our website oh i forgot let me do that make sure to plug our uh, things <laughs> yeah yeah make sure uh if you have any theories or you want to yell at us for talking about religion too much uh please visit us on mistletoesecret.com and uh, fill out our contact form at the bottom of the page, or you can send an email to us on mistletoe uh, at gmail.com. And Daniel, our social media. Yeah, our social media. We are also at at HCU Secret, all caps on the HCU. We're at, we're there on Twitter. Follow us. Please leave us a review on iTunes. It helps get more people in on the truth of the matter. It helps get people to know what's really going on with these movies and understand you might not like some of them, but they are telling uh, maybe the most ambitious narrative ever. Yes. Uh, ever, ever, ever. Um, Colin, where can people can find your music? Because you got a ton more music that's actually has you singing in it and <laughs> uh, doing other things. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm everywhere. I'm on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes. Just Google me. <laughs> You know, I'm everywhere. I'm in your house. Just, I'm right behind you. Right I now. am. If you, if you <laughs> I mean, yeah. throw some smoke into the fire, I'll appear like flu powder and sing for you. Yeah, you light a can. You light a candle and do some minor yoga stretches. You will appear. I will appear. If you meditate hard enough, I will uh, be in your mind. <laughs> Crazy. Well, yeah. thank you so much, yeah. Colin. We'll see you all next week for Christmas magic. Yes, I have been Trey Planicki. I've been Daniel Kunkel, and I've been Colin Robertson. And I am reminding you to stay jingling and stay jolly. Thank you for listening.